0: Girl, my lips are sealed. You make me want to feel my car shield, my tire heel. Hard deal, bar wheels, stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that followed us home from school. Can we keep it?
1: My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. (laughs) And my name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today
0: is Tuesday,
1: the 9th
0: of January, 1979, just about Mm. a third of the Mm -hmm. way through January. January of 1979, just flying past us. We are looking at the 205th ever Garfield strip. John, what happens in today's fine edition of Garfield?
1: Chris, in today's... Very exciting, action-packed Tuesday edition of Garfield for January 9th, 1979. Hey, you know what would be funny? What if Garfield, a cat, were pictured wearing a sweater? Innovative.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, we got a whole week of these, folks.
1: (laughs) It's going to be a long winter.
0: (laughs) A long, dark, brooding winter. Garfield saw his sweater. The howling winds surround us. Um, (laughs) Panel one, this is continuing apparently directly from yesterday. Garfield faces the audience, uh, faces forward on the countertop. He's still wearing the sweater, looks disgusted. Um, Jim Davis still hasn't quite figured out how to do a head-on shot of Garfield (laughs) sitting up, I don't think.
1: No, we'll no, no, pass. because he, he he quickly reverts back to his standard uh, s- yeah, profile view is in the next two panels. Him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's looking um, at a straight on. Well, hey, there's nothing wrong with profiling, Chris. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean. Um, like, sometimes people are sideways.
0: Yeah, well, look. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go further with that. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs>
1: to. Oh, I really really want to know what you're thinking. I'm just saying. saying
0: statistically, John. Statistically, <laughs> right? You've got a lasagna, you're protecting it from outsiders. Who are you going to protect it like who are you going who are you going to search? You're going to search the cat. Right?
1: You're going to search the sideways cat. Not
0: all cats steal lasagna, but statistically that cat is more likely to steal your lasagna. Oh
1: man, can the sideways cat be voiced by Paul Giamatti? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Oh, or did I mean possum? Anyway, panel one. Yeah, Garfield has this exasperated expression on his face, arms outstretched, right. as if to give the audience a hug—an <laughs> angry hug, like "Come here, fuckers! I'm gonna, I am gonna, I'm gonna hug I you, am baby. gonna hug you." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: he's not happy about John, it. John, have we have we discussed the color of this sweater? I don't think uh, I don't think they no, actually but,
1: uh, have. I guess are we do we believe that the color is like there's some intentionality behind well,
0: it? Well, I mean look, I, I know that the originals were black and white. I just think it's worth pointing out this is an ugly sweater. Like the mm-hmm, the trim mm-hmm. is purple. The body yeah. of the sweater itself I would
1: say, fuchsia, I would say. Okay, yeah, fuchsia, I'll give you that. I mean it's it's an ostentatious purple. Yeah. Like it's not it's not like a it's not you like know a, a velvety like a purple. Deep it's, purple. It's a bright purple, deep, deep and, and the purple. the body is a bright green. I'm not sure what color green that is. John, I don't know, and I don't care anymore.
0: I, I just look. <laughs> we used, seems, to, we used seems to. not look that up, important. We used to look up every color that appeared in this strip <laughs> to find out the exact name. It's a, it's it's kind of like a deep pastel green, and then you got that black stripe across it. Uh, it is an
1: yeah. ugly
0: sweater, mm-hmm. and it looks uncomfortable.
1: Uh, all the more made all the more ugly mm-hmm. uh, for being on garfield cuz it really clashes with the yeah it's not fur. go with the orange like i, I mean yeah. like
0: if a if a black cat or something were wearing that i guess it would still be ugly but it wouldn't look as bad or or a deep pastel green cat yeah yeah a fuchsia cat would blend right in yeah. um yeah. john do you ever dress up your animals you got cats, you don't have dogs. Have you ever dressed? Like uh,
1: No, I do not because I am not a monster.
0: We got a jacket for our dog when we take him out on walkies, you know, in the winter time when it's real cold out and he likes that. He's also got some little plastic uh, booties. Those are real helpful because, you know, when they salt the street, that salt will get up in the pads of his oh, paws. Oh yeah, you don't want form. that. Yeah, so you gotta put his little booties on. So when he goes out and he looks good yeah. in that jacket, it's got like a fur-lined hood. It looks real smart. People see him in that, and they're like, "Damn, that is a well dressed dog."
1: I think it's different with dogs. Yeah, maybe.
0: Like it seems. Did you see? He had a, he had a Halloween costume too. I
1: think I did, he, but he dressed up as a sailor. It was super Chris, cute. Chris, I don't really want to talk about pet Halloween My costumes dog. right now. Okay. I, I, I mean, what I, do you I, want I'd to talk re- I about? I want to talk about Garfield. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Pan- oh, wait, have we even read no, the no, panel one? Haven't. So Garfield is thinking, "Would you just look at this?" John's making me wear a kitty sweater. Yep. Oh, that's yep. interesting, kitty sweater.
1: I mean, it's not a human sweater. No, but oh, I guess so. kitten Kitty doesn't mean kitten necessarily. Kitty is cat. Okay. I, I assume. Yeah, okay. So. I was just. I. I was thinking it was like a, a. Like. Like. I was thinking he was bemused because it was meant for a kitten, and not an adult cat. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or. like. Or like.
0: I want a human sweater. <laughs> this. A, what am I? Some kind of animal?
1: Anyway, panel two. Return mm-hmm. to, side-on profile. Yeah. Thank goodness we're back to the. The profile. Garfield has exactly the same facial expression. Mm-hmm. And now he's thinking, people dress their pets up because it makes them look like little people. Well, I'm not a little person. I'm a cat. Mm, it's worth it's
0: worth noting, John, that Garfield does not look like a little person in panel two.
1: <laughs> or or nor nor does, does he look any like, pet does, ever wearing? Nor clothes. does he look like a cat.
0: <laughs> no. But you never see a dog wearing a sweater or whatever, and you're like, "Oh, what what's that little person doing on a leash?"
1: Do you think Jim Davis, when he wrote the phrase "little people," <laughs> was was thinking about? No, I do not. Okay, all right.
0: I think this was before. You know, this was before your Chris. I look. I looked that up. Nazis. Now I remember why
1: I didn't finish writing any notes for this week because uh-huh. I went down a rabbit hole researching the term little people.
0: To be fair, John, you wrote down the days of the week in your notes, and I think that was a good start.
1: Uh, it came into prominence in the 1970s. Oh, so really? you should have been aware yeah. of that term. Oh,
0: I'm surprised to hear that. I would have thought 1980s at the earliest, but I was wrong.
1: No, uh, if you look at the website for uh, Little People of America... Uh, which actually was founded, I think, in the 50s, but it was. Really? It started out being called Midgets of America, which is mm-hmm. offensive. That's not. Yeah, that's yeah. not something. So that... I guess they. I mean, it's I guess pretty it's early on they were like. They used it. No, no, but they stopped using it because they, you know, consider it offensive, which they yeah. have good reason yeah. to because mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it alludes to, uh, you know, like circus freak. Yeah, the, con- freak the connotations yeah, yeah, are yeah. not
0: the connotations are, are are not good. 70s, 70s. I'm, well, I'm surprised to hear that. But nonetheless, John, panel three. <laughs> nonetheless. I don't think Jim Davis had this in mind. Panel three, basically the same shot, but a red mug of coffee has appeared in front of Garfield. And he is, it looks like he's he's shaking an invisible salt shaker <laughs> into the mug. Does that how, is that how that looks to
1: you? Well, I would say pepper shaker because the, the grains are black, but. Mm, yeah, I guess there are
0: some little black yeah. dots coming. And he's thinking, now he's happy. He's thinking, for instance, I like a pinch of catnip in my morning cup of coffee. I like this panel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, this panel, particularly
1: if it were out of context, would be great. I think, I think it's kind it's, of, it's, I guess funny is too strong of a word, but. I like.
0: Uh, I mean, are we just we're just happy to see Garfield drinking coffee? Yeah,
1: again? and I I don't know. I mean, I like I, this is the first mention of catnip, as far Ooh. as I'm aware. I believe you are correct. And I do think the idea of catnip as a condiment is is vaguely humorous. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this
0: is before the days when. Um, I mean, today, you can go down to a pet store and get all sorts of, like, catnip treats and catnip toys for your You ever, you uh, ever get one of these, these
2: things?
1: Huh?
0: John, that's – I don't know can what you, that is.
1: Is, can you, is it in focus? I can't tell. I mean, it sounds like a maraca, but it's, I don't ooh. think it's a maraca. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a mill of catnip, like a oh. catnip grinder, you know?
0: You got a catnip gr- Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you have a catnip grinder. I do. You have a catnip mill in your house so your cat can enjoy freshly ground
1: catnip. Yeah, that's exactly what it's and for. And yet
0: you think the notion of catnip as a condiment is funny.
1: Yeah. Huh. I, well, okay. Are those are those ideas in conflict?
0: I, I guess I guess I find we, it
1: amusing, so I so I I bought one. So you yeah. got
0: it, yeah. No, it makes sense. No, that's Plus, fine. That's yes, fine.
1: as you so astutely pointed out, it can double as a maraca.
0: <laughs> that's very convenient. That's very convenient. I like that
1: it was right um, next to me during the podcast. Yeah, that was convenient. Almost
0: as if it, it seems almost contrived, but I don't think. No, it that's was. where I, I that's where I keep the catnip next. on
1: the on the on the you shelf keep it right on that there. Shelf yeah. there.
0: Yeah, that's where it yeah. goes. You
1: can see, look, there's a whole thing of catnip underneath it.
0: I cannot see that well, but I, I look, I take your word All for right.
1: it. Well, that's good.
0: I don't have anything more to say about this strip.
1: Well, uh, great, but yeah, me as neither. you know, John, oh, John, today, as, today, yep, John, yeah, as you know, I, I know what's today coming. Today is
0: Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, and on Tuesdays, we read listener correspondence. Or forget to read listener correspondence, but not this Tuesday. John, uh, what are we doing first here? I don't
1: know. Well, we got an iTunes review.
0: Okay. Do you want to start with that?
1: By listener Jack Chimney, (laughs) and uh, he writes, this is the podcast I always wanted. It combines all my favorite things in-depth analysis of a thing that does not need to be analyzed in depth, and dry humor. S-
0: strongly disagree on both counts.
1: <laughs> the hosts are both lovely. Oh, thanks.
0: Strongly disagree. They also
1: are generally knowledgeable about art and culture, like pleasant, funny, liberal arts PhD candidates. That is... I, I am extremely it, conservative.
0: <laughs> are you, I, Almost reactionary. Chris, do
1: you have a PhD? Uh, technically yeah, yes. technically yes um i mean look, I, I wouldn't they'll give anybody a phd I, I i that's pretty flattering. i am definitely not a phd candidate <laughs> anyway he uh, yeah. he goes on not once in the 100 episodes i've listened to that's <laughs> I, I, I feel judgment. sorry for you jack
0: Poor judgment <laughs> why would you do that to yourself
1: (laughs) not once in the 100 episodes i've listened to have i said aloud to myself come on how can you not know about x in response to one of the host's tangents and may i say that would be a really weird thing to say because we've never talked about x
0: i was gonna say to be fair Usually we have just looked something up and are reading it directly off of Google. I mean, it's
1: not like... So I wouldn't necessarily be impressed by our erudition. Why would we talk about X? It's not like this is an it's algebra like, p- podcast.
0: Like, those guys, uh, man, would they describe something? It's, 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 it's like they're speaking in paragraphs read directly from Wikipedia. Uh,
1: that is very oh. impressive. I think it's the best podcast. A plus plus. Wow. wow. Thank you, guy whose name I don't remember. Jack Chimney.
0: Jack Chimney. John, we also received uh, a comment four days ago on the blog. Uh, this was in response to episode 196 from Sunday, December 31st, 1978. You'll remember that was the New Year's Eve episode. Mm, the the infamous uh,
1: the Pineapple Chi-Chi episode.
0: Infamous I'm Fat, I'm Lazy, and I'm Proud of It episode. And it's interesting you should mention the Pineapple Chi-Chi we discussed a variety of cocktails on that episode, <laughs> listener, listener, including the pineapple, including but not limited to the pineapple chi-chi, Uh listener, gross toilets of B- Bulgaria <laughs> wrote in <laughs> to point out anyone named Lyman uh, should obviously be drinking Sprite.
1: Noted. Yeah, Noted. I- I'll, I'll note uh, that. John, for the past- Is that a complaint about the podcast or is that a complaint about the-
0: I don't know that it's a complaint. I think it was a, a statement of fact about people a, named a, a mission statement. Mm. John, for the past several weeks, we have asked listeners to write in with their corrections and complaints <laughs> to chase at uh, listener, Oddly enough, a... someone did so <laughs> and here is Chase with his
2: response now. Hello, and you're listening to Being Jim Davis Corrections. My name's Chase, and I am Jim Davis. What's up, Chase? I bring you a correction today from fellow Jim Davis, Andrew, uh, who writes, Greetings, Jim Davis and Jim Davis. I have a few corrections for you regarding your podcast originally published on Wednesday, January 3rd, 1979. Classic episode. First, the three modes of heat transfer are conduction, convection, and radiation. In the case of Garfield's bull." you can make a simplifying assumption that convection is the dominant mode of energy transfer within the milk. Though, depending on how you choose to define your control volume, you will find that it is indeed conduction that drives the heat transfer at the boundary layer of the bowl-milk interface. Finally, you seem to think that the humor of this comic strip is based on intentionally misunderstanding the implied plurality and object from the author's use of the pronoun you if that were the case the genre of Garfield would be considered semantics rather than humor as is cited by <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely and yours very truly Jim Davis You've been listening to Being Jim Davis Corrections where Jim Davis corrects Jim Davis about Being Jim Davis You can send further corrections to Chase at beingjimdavis.com or you can contact me directly on Twitter at tqloudly. Loudly Alright I'm gonna Gonna throw back to the other guys I, I don't know i'm actually recording this one solo <laughs> um guys <laughs> guys yeah 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 we're here
1: we're here hello caller uh, um sorry right. ignore sorry. that ignore um, that. um uh, wow
0: thank you yeah Chase. thanks
1: nice job uh narrating that yeah
0: john th- this is just on that or do you have something to say about the specific correction um I mean I I think the listener pretty much nailed yeah, it. Yeah, I mean I think I, paying that uh, I think much he basically attention.
1: covered everything. Um I mean I don't know. I mean I, I mean you get hung up on on people get hung up on semantics as if you know semantics were not important, but semantics are like kind of everything. You know?
0: I mean that's just your opinion, man.
1: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs>
0: Um, I, I I'm not comfortable with the statement that semantics are everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Look, I that's, mean, like, look, John, John, that's your definition of the word semantics. Yeah, okay,
1: all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, and I'm not saying did, that that that's what uh that author of that letter was saying necessarily. Um, No,
0: I was not listening. I mean, I think
1: the genre of everything is semantics. Is everything a genre? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. um, It it is true that we haven't, like, we don't spend enough time talking about the ontology of Garfield on this podcast. I feel like you and I tend to get hung up on epistemology, Mm -hmm. and we don't talk about ontology enough. I don't know if you feel that way.
0: Welcome to the history of Western philosophy, man. <laughs> um, I don't, I kind that's, of that's our I new feel, like, I feel like we haven't used the word semiology often <laughs> enough. Uh, though I think, in a way, we t- talk about semiology all the time. Um, I do want to say uh, a thank you again to Chase. Semiology is for, what truck
1: drivers go to school for, right? So true. Ew.
0: That's, wow. <laughs> I do want to say semantics thank you to Chris. Chase. They're important. Thank you. Thank you to Chase for fielding the complaints this week in the last few weeks. And John, we've had such a fantastic. I mean, this is just a good time to to preview. We've had such a fantastic group of co-hosts in uh, on the on the podcast so far listeners who would like to co-host our podcast can go to www.beingjimdavis.com and click the co-host our podcast button right sign up for a sign up for a session and john true just looking true ahead, statement looking looking ahead we have was such a great lineup coming up next week uh co-hosting the podcast will be jeffrey lewis director of the east asia non-proliferation <laughs> program at the middlebury institute of international studies at monterey We'll be discussing recent events in North Korea, as well as
2: a delightful strip
0: where Garfield chases a mailman. Uh, Three weeks after that, uh, Elaine Pagels, professor of religion at Princeton University, author of The Origin of Satan and Adam, Eve, and the Serpent. She'll be talking about the Gnostic Garfield. (laughs) And finally, John, I'm so excited about this. Uh, Three weeks after that, You know her as the National Security Advisor and later Secretary of State for President George W. Bush, Mm. Dr. Condoleezza Rice. Hell yeah. I've been looking forward to that. Now, you know and listeners know we have a lot of disagreements with Condi Rice, Uh, starting with the 2003 Iraq War. And leading up to her argument in foreign policy magazine that Jim Davis's best work was US Acres. Obviously, we strongly I, disagree I, with that.
1: I do agree with that. Do you John, not agree we with
0: welcome, that? We welcome a range of viewpoints on being Jim Davis, and I think I think Does we're that, gonna
1: have a productive discussion. I, a
0: frank and productive discussion Perhaps I've said too much. You don't
1: You don't really believe Totally. That. US Acres is way better than Garfield. What you didn't know that? What I didn't know it because
0: it's not <laughs> fucking true. You can how is that? How is U.S. Acres better than Garfield?
1: It's just it's way better. Look, I feel like this is off topic. We can we can.
0: Wait, wait, okay, okay, wait, wait, just just to we'll clarify, talk about this. just to clarify, just to clarify, making up some <laughs> bullshit about Jeffrey Lewis was fine, but. Actually, talking about Garfield is <laughs> off-topic.
1: Is Jeffrey Lewis the uh, the guy in that that viral video? No, Jeffrey. I don't think so. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. You, just, no, you no, mentioned no, Korea, and I thought, I thought maybe it was that guy. You know what I'm talking about?
0: I know the guy you're talking about. No, no, Jeffrey Lewis is at Middlebury Institute of International. He's um he's a uh, arms control wonk blog. Well, I uh, obviously would know that. Podcast. So that's great. I mean, you would if you took an interest in the world around you. I'm a, I am mean, fuck. Do you, do you not care about non-proliferation issues? I'm
1: a little busy, Chris. I, I just have like, things oh, on my plate.
0: Oh, I'm too busy reading U.S. acres, talking about how great it is to care about the fucking North Koreans good, and their proliferation of nuclear weapons. It's a good
1: comic, Chris. One of the characters is an unhatched egg. I don't know if you knew that. His name's, Are we talking his name's about Sheldon. Sheldon. Sheldon? Sheldon.
0: Second time Sheldon has been mentioned.
1: Sheldon, the podcast. that's his name. Sheldon. That's
0: that's. If you're keeping track at home, listeners, that's two mentions for <laughs> Sheldon and one for Professor Elaine Peggles <laughs> of Princeton University. <laughs> Hang in there,
1: Elaine. Oh uh, well, uh, uh, you've been yeah. listening bright, to Bright, blah, bright blah, Future blah, in blah, podcasting. Blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Thank you for listening and good night.